0: Hey everyone, I wanted to give a trigger warning for sexual assault, as it's mentioned a couple times throughout this video. And as always, send any story you have to southerncannibal.com, as long as they're true, of course. All that being said, let's get into the stories. I'm a 24 year old female, and I got my first job at Wendy's when I was 17. Merely four days before my 18th birthday. The Wendy's that I worked at was located across in a desolate part of town known for high crime rates, and right across the street was a motel where many homeless and often drug-addicted individuals lived. Seeing as I was still in high school, I often worked the night shift, coming in around 4 or 5 and not getting off until sometimes around 2 in the morning. That didn't really bother me since I was and still am a night owl. My second week working at the register, there was a man, maybe in his late 40s, who would constantly come in and flirt with me as I was working. He called himself Suicide. He would make multiple trips through the line each night, usually only asking for a cup of water, following his request with comments on my body. I often got these comments, but usually from my classmates, not grown men in their 40s. I feel that I should mention here that I was assaulted as a kid by an older family member, so the unwanted attention from an older man often made me panic and hide around other coworkers who usually just told me to get over myself. This went on for a while, maybe about three or four weeks. Each day, his comments would become more and more vulgar, and by this point, my coworkers were laughing as they all just assumed it was an innocent crush on his end. About a week later, Suicide came in through the line as usual, but it wasn't our normal interaction. He asked for a water cup, and I handed it to him. He grabbed my wrist, and he asked me when I got off. When I refused to tell him, he sat in the lobby for three hours. I continued working, but each time that I had to clean the lobby and restock, I could feel his eyes on me, following me with every step that I took. I was starting to panic, and I decided if he was there when I went back out, I would make one more plea to my manager to have him removed. However, he was gone when I had to sweep one last time before the end of my shift at 10 o'clock that night. I was really relieved. I swept, clocked out and ordered my dinner, and I had made a huge mistake. Feeling a small sense of security, I sat down in the lobby to eat. Halfway through my meal, which included a frosty, I saw Suicide walk in, he scanned the lobby and locked eyes with me. Before I could react, he was sitting in the seat across from me with a creepy smile on his face. I rushed to finish my food, struggling to keep small talk going as I really wanted to be anywhere else, but I also didn't want to be rude. When I started my Frosty, I'd flip the spoon upside down and then pulled the spoon out of my mouth, my usual way of eating a Frosty. I saw him reach to a zipper, and then he said, Damn girl, don't do that. Don't you know what you're doing to me? I don't know how, but I was able to push past him and run to my car. Then to my horror, he followed me. I reached my car, and I jumped in struggling to put my key in the ignition, all while closing the door at the same time. He reached the car just as I closed the door. I had just barely hit the lock as he tried to open up my door, I started the car and he stood behind my vehicle trying to make me get out of the car. When he made the decision to try and open my passenger side door, I slammed the car in reverse and booked it home. I wish that I could say it ended here, but not quite. I told my parents and the very next day they made me file a police report. This proved useful as they were able to pick suicide up for sexual misconduct. When I returned to work, my coworkers were all apologizing and saying they really thought it was just a harmless crush. I forgave them and I had male coworkers walk me out at the end of every shift. I was never unsupervised. Things seemed quiet for a couple of weeks. Work was okay and I was feeling better, but that didn't last long. One day I was working behind the register when a group of people came in from the motel across the street. They all got water cups and they had proceeded to sit down in the lobby and watched me for the entirety of my shift. I didn't want to connect the dots until I overheard them talking about suicide's arrest as I was cleaning the lobby. The only other part of the conversation I could make out was, you know what they say, snitches get stitches, and I'm gonna put that little whore in a ditch somewhere. I was absolutely panicking. I then told my coworker who took over the front register for me while I went to the back and panicked. The rest of my shift dragged by until it was finally time for my coworker to walk me to my car. We then saw a figure run away from my car. I was frantic and I was freaking out. My coworker looked over my car and made sure nothing was tampered with. When he determined it was safe, I hauled ass home, crying the whole way. This pattern continued for about a week and it was finally the reason that I left my job. I just couldn't handle all the figures at my car and the constant stares of resentful friends of the man who harassed me. To this day, I refuse to eat there and I never plan to again. I used to work in a chain with square-shaped hamburgers for about two years. That restaurant gave me some really interesting stories, but I'll just be sharing two for now. This first one is when I was a manager. I was 17 at the time. Yeah, I know that's illegal, but the place was desperate. I was working on the schedule in the back when one of the crew members came up to me and then said, There's a guy here looking for his phone. He said he left it here yesterday in the lobby. I said that I'd be right out to talk to the man. He came to the front register and I asked him what his phone looked like. He gave me a look and then said, There's no way you're the manager. I said that I was, but he obviously didn't believe me. I'd put a cutie pie like you up here at the front taking orders, not in the back where we can't see you, he said. I gave a short laugh as to not be rude and again asked him about his phone. He gave me a description and I went to the back office to look for it and are lost and found, but there was no sign of it. I walked back out to the front lobby and I told him that it wasn't in the back. He asked if I could call it to see if it was placed in the lobby somewhere. I said sure, wrote down his number, and then started to walk to the back room to use the phone. Wait, you're not going to use your cell phone? He said. I turned around and I shook my head no as I continued on my walk back. I used the store phone to call his phone, but after three calls, no one picked up. I went back out and I asked if he had found it. No, maybe it's in my trunk. Want to help me look? Red flag central. They were all going off in my head. I told him he was more than welcome to search his truck himself. He frowned at this. Come on, it'll be way faster with two people. I said no again, and I told him to have a nice day. His frown got even bigger as he leaned over the counter to get closer to me. I thought customers were supposed to get the best service here. But how the fuck does that relate? I thought to myself. I tried to lighten and hint at the situation he was putting me in by saying, Hmm, well how would I know you wouldn't just throw me in your truck and drive off? The man smiled, and then said, (laughs) (laughs) well, you wouldn't. No one here would ever know. At this, he turned around and started to walk out of the store. I was frozen in fear. Did he stop because he knew I had caught on, or was he also trying to make a joke that completely went over my head? I was soon given my answer as I watched him walk out of the door and then pull a cell phone from his back pocket. Yeah, that's the day I quit. I had just turned 16 years old a week prior, and it was my fifth month working at this restaurant, and I was doing really good. I had just gotten a raise, I was friends with my coworkers, and I was thoroughly enjoying my job. I eventually got put on a closing shift since now I was old enough. I was working with my friend Jason, as we always had a good time at work. I was working the drive-through, and he was at the front counter. We had our usual dinner rush, and after that, we had a few customers that would pop in and out. I was walking over to the frosty machine to fill up someone's frosty, when I saw Jason talking to a customer. Now a little background. Jason had a drive-through headset on. This was because when things got less busy. The sandwich maker also does the front counter until he closed the lobby, so Jason had this younger adult male customer. I had noticed that his arms looked like they had needle pricks, as this wasn't uncommon in this area. I told myself that I'd keep an eye on the situation to make sure that the man didn't try to hustle any money out of us, but apparently he also saw me too. I had finished the frosty and handed it to the customer when I heard Jason over the headset. said, Hey, this dude won't stop making comments about you. I then looked over at him once the customer in the drive thru had left, and I cocked my eyebrow at him. He said into the headset, He's saying some really weird things about you and your body. I don't know, it's enough to even make me uncomfortable. I was getting ready to respond to the headset when this man pokes his head above the frosty machine and then says, How old are you? I'm 16. Well I'm 28, my name's Ben. I said hi and I got back to doing my job. The man kept trying to talk to me though, even when I was on the intercom with customers. He didn't like the fact that I was ignoring him and he started to yell really awful things to me. It got to the point where he was telling me that he was going to rape me in front of my coworker. Jason got pissed at this and he told the guy to leave as I sprinted back to the office to go tell my manager what was happening. My manager looked horrified, as he had just turned 18 not too long ago and was just recently made a manager. He walked to the front counter and he told the guy to leave or he was going to call the cops. The man angrily stormed out of the store, but not before he spit on Jason and flipped us all off as he left. My manager asked if we wanted to call the cops, as spitting on someone is assault, but Jason just said that he wanted to finish his shift with no incident, and I agreed. The rest of the night went pretty smooth. Eventually the store was closed and we had finished up cleaning. At this point, it was 1am. My manager told me I could go, so I grabbed my stuff, said goodbye to them both, and started to walk out to my car. Now, I didn't ask anyone to walk with me because 1. I didn't want to be a bother, 2. My car was right next to the building, and 3. My car was in a really well-lit area next to a Taco Bell, whose drive through line was packed. I exited through the back exit, and I started to walk across the parking lot. Although, as I had walked, I started to get that feeling that I was being watched. I thought that I was just being paranoid, but I still found myself looking at the entrance of the dumpster parking lot. Then I saw the door swing open, and those doors are extremely heavy. Standing there in the entrance of the parking lot was the guy. Oh fuck, I thought as I started to book it to my car. I ripped my keys from my bag, dropping my bag in the process, and started to vigorously unlock my car with the button. I heard slamming footsteps behind me. He was fucking charging at me. I just remember my only thought being, I'm actually going to die in a fast food chain parking lot. I slammed into my car as my body wasn't letting me slow down. I swung the door open, jumped in, shutting and locking the door behind me. I looked out the window and saw this man on the ground. He had tripped over my bag that I dropped. Relief rushed over me, but quickly left again and closed the distance between him and my car. He started tapping on my window and pulling the handle to my door. I was fucking terrified. I started to look for my phone when I realized, Oh fuck, I left it in my bag. I didn't know what to do. His taps were slowly turning into bangs and I thought he was going to break my window. I could see the anger in his face. In a clouded glaze over his eyes, he had blood running down his arm from something. He had stopped banging for a second and stared me in the eyes. I must have looked like a deer in the headlights. I was petrified. That's when he started to bang his entire head on the door. With each bang, it had rattled by the entire car. He was now starting to leave bloody headprints on my window. He had cut his own forehead open from how hard he was banging it. That's when my first good idea of this whole situation came up. I started to blare my horn. This caught him off guard. He had stopped banging, and he looked at the back door of the store. I saw his eyes widen as he booked it off into the empty parking lot and then across the street. I looked out my back window and saw Jason charging in with a salad knife and my manager on the phone with someone. I slowly unlocked my car and opened the door. I went to get up, but my entire body was shaking so badly that I couldn't. Jason told me that our manager was on the phone with the cops, and they'd be here soon. I finally felt my body relax. I didn't know that I'd been tensing that hard. Eventually, the police showed up, along with my mom. I gave them a statement, and I then went home, with my mom driving behind me. I didn't go into work for almost two weeks after that, and even then... They just had me in the back making salads for a while, as they didn't want to risk the man coming in again. The police never called us, and they had never found the guy. All I know is that they had found used needles in a crack pipe behind the dumpster. They didn't know if it belonged to him, though. And as previously stated, this happens a lot in this area. I'm just so glad I was able to escape it. These are my stories. I hope you're able to learn from them in some way or another. To all my fast food workers out there, stay safe. And if you're a female worker on a night shift, please have someone walk you out into your car. I can promise you that you're not being overly cautious. Just do it. This happened nearly five years ago. It was a Friday night in the UK and a week before my 20th birthday. Also, it was technically a Saturday because it was a little after 12 a.m. I get paid on a Saturday, and my usual routine was to walk the 10 to 15 minutes to McDonald's to get something to eat. So I walk up, go to order my food, and it declined. I freak out, thinking maybe I haven't been paid, but I had then realized I had grabbed an old card instead of my new one. I went in a huff, basically, and made the long trek home. By the time I had gotten back and procrastinated for another half an hour, It was about 2.30 am. I was determined, however, to get food. I again started the walk back to the McDonald's. Now, there's a huge field behind my flat, mostly used for football or dog walking. It was my shortcut that really took the 10 minutes off of my journey. So I'm walking across the field, listening to music in my headphones, and then bang. Out of nowhere, I had fell to the floor in a complete daze, ears just ringing, and I couldn't really make out what was happening. As my vision came into focus, I saw this tall skinny dude standing over me. What must have happened was he must have either punched or kicked me right in the back of my head. I have no idea why, and I had never seen him before. He wouldn't say anything, and I was just repeating, What have I done? I don't know you. Over and over again. Then he said, Take off your pants. And that was it. Survival mode kicked in, and this time I chose both. I had somehow managed to get up to run, but I felt something snap in my leg. I fell back down, and he proceeded to try and strangle me. I scratched his face, and I actually got up. I didn't care about my leg. I was five minutes away from home. I ran, and I had seen him run toward me for like two seconds before then giving up. I ran like hell to get home, and when I finally made it home, I cried into my mom's arms while following a police report. I also did a lineup, but I wasn't able to identify anyone, as it was pitch black, and I haven't seen him since. But I still have anxiety about where I live, as the police said he might actually live in my area. Be safe out there, but also don't let people scold you for wanting McDonald's at 3 a.m. Just because you're hungry or wanting to walk or whatever, that doesn't justify people blaming you for your assault. You have the right to walk the streets and feel safe, regardless of the time. I'm a male, and I was around eight or nine when this happened. Obviously, I don't really remember that much since I was a kid. But anyways, I was recently asked by my mom what I remembered about this day. My mom was taking my sister and I to go see a movie. We decided to stop at a McDonald's to kill some time. There was a strange guy wearing a purple suit who had followed us in and sat at a nearby table without ordering anything. After we finished eating, I got up to clean my retainer in the bathroom sink, The man had followed me into the bathroom and then stood between me and the door. He asked if I wanted a juice box. I told him no, but he told me I needed to go out to his car with him so I could pick out a flavor. My parents had always drilled into my head to never go with a stranger, so I had immediately knew what was happening. I ran right past him and out the bathroom door into the lobby, and I had then told my mom what had happened. He followed me out and he had started coming towards us. My mom then stood up and started making a really big scene in the McDonald's. She loudly asked him why he was trying to get her son to go out to his car with him. He said that he was just trying to give me a juice box, and he then hurriedly left, then got into his car and drove off. Luckily, there was a police car in the parking lot, so we waved down the cop and we told him what happened. Unfortunately, the man in the purple suit was gone by this point. I had forgotten most of what happened before and after the incident, but I still vividly remember the terror I felt being alone in the bathroom with him blocking the door. It was only 10 to 20 seconds, but I'll never forget that uneasy feeling. I'm really grateful that my mom was such a rock star and knew to make a scene to scare him off. No idea what would have happened if I had gone out there with him. Be safe out there.